Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Geriatric Millennials. I'm Beth. And I'm Jamie. And we're just two youngish, oldish ladies. Sierra is more cringe. It's our favorite thing to do. Purge it all out. But it's purging with a with a fun, special guest. It is. We we had such a good time with Kelsey's cringe stories last time. And so we have her back, everybody. This is this is the best. She's got so much. She's a treasure trove of cringe and <laughs> and we love her for it. And so she is gonna she's gonna share some more with us. So So welcome back. Yeah, welcome and thank back. Thank you. Thank you for spending time with us and share all of your somewhat horrific stories. Yeah. Or just some of them. <laughs> you know, I am honored to be here to share my cringe stories and hope that it gives other people, you know, a little laugh and and some content for their day. Yes. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. That's what we're here for. And I've got a lot and I still have a lot to tell. So um, I think tonight we're going to Mexico. Okay. Yes. Now, this was a long time ago. Let's talk 20 years, maybe, um, roundabout. And I've met this young Latin lover that now is my husband. <laughs> oh. But, you know, I, I met this man and fell deeply in love, fast, whatever. And he says, you know, let's go meet my family. I've never even been out of the country before. I didn't even have a passport. Had to figure that out pretty quickly. But anyway, so I decide, yeah, what do I have to lose? I'm going to Mexico. Now, mind you, I don't speak Spanish. Mm -hmm. So that's a big part of the story also is that that was my first time going to a foreign country, not speaking the language, also not knowing the culture and not knowing what to expect. So it was a trip. A month-long trip. Oh, I thought you meant like a trip is like such an experience. No, no. this was a this was 30 days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 30 days in Mexico. Oh my gosh. I was reassured that everyone would speak English, um, which did not happen, mm -hmm. by the way. You know, no one spoke to me in English from the moment we landed <laughs> until pretty much the moment <laughs> we left. So um, that was an experience in itself. And so we're in Mexico and my husband, well, he's my now husband, but at that time, my Latin lover, as we'll call him, he didn't think about the fact that I'm American. Mm -hmm. I've never been to Mexico. Mm -hmm. And maybe there's some basic things that are not safe for someone who's not from Mexico like he is. You know, safety measures with food handling, you mm -hmm. know, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Maybe I don't have the right gut flora, maybe. And, you know, as I've talked in the last cringe episode, we all know I have gut issues. <laughs> So it doesn't take much, you know? Um, so I start eating everything in sight. I'm like, I love Mexican food. I'm going to eat it all. Tacos in Mexico City, right by the metro, done. Add the salsa that came from who knows where. And I don't know. It was great. Did it. Like straight up fresh, street food. Fresh cut fruit from like vendors on the street. Oh my gosh. I went for it. Now, apparently there's a thing like it should be whole food, not cut fruit. You know, mm -hmm. we didn't know this. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't know this. Yeah. And I wasn't a very smart traveler, you know. So pretty quickly into this trip, like day two, three, I don't know. I started feeling like I've got a problem, <laughs> you know, very similar <laughs> to previous experiences. I got a problem. I've got this diarrhea issue and we're going on tourist activities. Oh. You know, we're going from place to place. Oh, that doesn't that and doesn't work very well. My stomach no. is like hurting. And did you know there's many places in Mexico that you have to pay for the toilet oh. paper squares? Yes. Mhm. Mm <laughs> mhm. Mm mhm. 
and you don't speak the right language. So how do you tell them like, no, one, <laughs> one square, that's not going to be enough. Like I'm going to need a whole roll. Is what's the price of a roll? Yeah. Like, how do I get that? Yeah. Or, where do I get more paper? Mm-hmm. And, you know, so very and quickly. And they measure it out. They have these, mm-hmm. they have yes, it all in, in little squares. stacks. Yes. yes, they're in stacks. And it's like, and you got to pay for that. You don't put that in the toilet in Mexico either. No, mm-hmm. no. So There's whatever a little trash can. is left on that toilet paper, everybody's going to see. Mm-hmm. So we're out and about. I'm sweating. I have to go. I mean, and when it comes on, this is bad. Like, I've got a problem. Yeah. You need a toilet immediately. Forever, for like every single day and every single event. And so I just keep saying like, oh my word, my stomach really hurts. And then I had to tell, you know, this um, man that's courting me and that, you know, it's supposed to be such a romantic, like we're meeting the family and all this stuff. And I'm saying like, I need to get to the loo. And if you could ask them to give me a few extra squares, that would be really appreciated. Because like, I, it's not cutting it. Mm -hmm. So my first word that I learned in Spanish it wasn't normal. <laughs> it was diarrhea <laughs> because that was the only word I could pick out. And then when he would say that, it was like the waters parted, you know, like all these people would just move. Oh my gosh. And they would step back like, Let her this through. is a woman with diarrhea here. <laughs> and and you would see this interaction happening. And, you know, I'm not, I don't speak the language, but do I see my husband, well, my now husband giving additional pesos and then saying like something along the lines of more, we're going to need more, oh my gosh. you know? And so, and then he takes that and hands it to me. And then I have to shamefully walk in and still most of the time think this isn't enough. <laughs> this is a problem. So it gets worse. It doesn't stop. And I'm still eating everything in sight. <laughs> and I'm thinking like, yeah. You know, whatever you get, I'm still hungry. I mean, I just have an issue, but I like I'm hungry and then the sweat start and then I evacuate it all out. And then I'm like, oh, my body's depleted. I need to fill it up again. I mean, this was the cycle. So it's going on and I'm noticing some changes and I'm not medical at that point in my life. I don't really know what things are supposed to look like maybe. And I and I do recognize like this is bad. And his family is now kind of maybe asking some aware. questions. Are like, they aware? is there something wrong with this person? <laughs> like she keeps running to the bathroom. And I mean, and this is after a lot. Well, it just so happens that Juan's brother is a doctor. Oh, yes. Handy. So he comes at day like 25 oh, of oh, 30, geez. you know, so I've... <laughs> suffered yeah. for a long time. And we're talking national monument type tours where I'm like panic running to bathrooms. We've gone to small little pueblos and I've used every single public facility in sight. His family household, I've got one toilet that's like off limits because it, <laughs> it can't, you know, it's like you need to use the one in the basement, like don't use the one upstairs, like it can't handle your problems, you know? So, I mean, I have been living in this state for a while. Oh my. That's a long time. Yes. And and things are getting, you know, kind of worse in some ways and I'm still just going with it. (laughs) And his brother comes in, never met him before. I still, again, mind you, I'm also experiencing a lot of other things. Don't speak the language. I'm afraid of most food other than like meat, potatoes, butter, bread, and milk, which Mm -hmm. is what I was raised on. So I also had a a lot of food fear happening on this trip. But it didn't sound like it. I ate worms without knowing it. 
and then I found it later. That's a whole nother cringe story, mm-hmm. which I mean, I don't know if it's cringe, but it was definitely a story that yeah. is worth telling. Yeah. About the little worms that come out when it rains, but I digress. Um, what? So his brother. <laughs> yes. There I are wanna, I do little red. Know. Okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> but I meet his brother and he says, so show me your stool. Oh, hello. <laughs> in English? In English? Yes. Oh my gosh. And it was like, and I don't think, it, I don't know if he said stool. Like, I think English is not his first language. So I want to say it was something like, let me see your poop or, you know, mm-hmm. like show it to me yeah, or something. And I'm like, show what? Yeah. I'm going to need to see that stool. Like you don't want me to flush it? No flushing. Oh my gosh. Wait, it really smells like bad. Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. I need to see the stool. And I'm like looking to my now husband thinking, is this for real? I just met your brother. He wants me to go into the bathroom, which I mean, that's going to happen. Let's be honest. (laughs) It's coming. And leave it there for someone else to look at. Like Uh I can't look at it. I can't go there. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I had a GI bleed (gasps) and had something called Moctezuma's Revenge. So let this be a lesson for anybody who's listening, be careful when you travel to, uh, you know, and what's really great about this story, my favorite part about this story is I had a raging intestinal problem for a long time. His brother fixed me up. What we is got the all treatment that. for that? How do you even get a GI bleed? Well, because it just kept going. I think inflammation really, like, I mean, it just kept going and going and like my body, like by the end, it was like kind of starting to bleed and having some issues, but, but it's like all that stuff. And because I kept eating, which I would not recommend to any <laughs> listeners, by the way, um, I would recommend get medical treatment if you have a problem. So let that also be known. Um, I have this belief that that experience changed something in my guts because now I have 20 years of going back to Mexico and never getting sick again. Nice. I eat Anything and everything except for fresh cut fruit. Like there I draw a hard line for myself. Okay. I, I, because I really feel that that's what did it. Mm-hmm. I think it was fruit. I don't think it was the tacos. I mean, that's cooked. What about the salsa? I, I'm going to say it had to have been cold and it had to have been, I mean, it was so delicious. Let's give the salsa <laughs> yeah. a break and let's call this a fruit issue. Yeah. But um, yeah. So well, there was a lot of cringing because my first interaction with my husband's brother was let me, me see your bits essentially <laughs> and so like evaluate was, my abdomen and touch it and it's like I don't want to be touched like yeah anyway um, I don't know you know it there was a lot going on but I am happy to say that we are married and those are all now my in-laws and yeah. we have all moved on from yes. this I'm so glad yes well so I'm curious though did he give you some kind of medicine that fixed you before you left Mexico before you got so, back so he basically scolded everybody there So this is what my husband told me. Because, you know, remember, I don't speak the language at that time. I do now, but I didn't then. He apparently scolded everyone and said, what do you want to do? Kill her? Um, (laughs) These are poor decisions, family. Poor decisions. Like, she definitely cannot do that anymore. So his mom made me plain chicken. Plain. No seasoning. Nothing on it. Saltine crackers and plain rice. It was the most bland diet and he put me on some antibiotics and I got some IV fluids and 
you know, they got me kind of settled out. But I believe that that may be why I've had a propensity to have some little bit of gut issues since then that may be where that um, sharding incident came from (laughs) years down the line. Like, I don't know. But definitely it was an experience. It was a cringe. It was a prolonged cringe. Seriously. That's like, that's not a moment. That's, that's 25 days. That's a lot. That wasn't like an ongoing experience too. I'm amazed that you continued to go places and not just be I mean, chained to the toilet. I mean, I've never been there before. Of course I'm going places. I even almost drowned in the Pacific Ocean on that trip. Like I went for it. <laughs> yeah, you like, did. went for it. Oh my um, gosh. Went on a road trip. I mean, I did it all. And then I would just run to bat. I mean, everywhere we went, my, my line of thought was, you know, my whole thinking was, where's the toilet? Yeah. How much is it going to cost? And how many squares can you get me? Because <laughs> that's what really matters. Oh my goodness. <gasps> oh, and then you got married. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, even, 20 in years. That, even in that moment, I mean, he was taking care of you by making yeah. sure you got enough toilet paper. That's really I sweet. Know. Wow. Mm-hmm. Thank okay. you for sharing. Yeah. Yes. That was a good one. I hope you guys enjoyed that story. It was, <laughs> I feel the pain though. That's like the worst though is when you're traveling and oh. toilets are not necessarily um, either easy to come by, easy to use or private. <laughs> oh so. gosh. Yeah. And I found out a pearl of wisdom from mm-hmm. my mother-in-law years later. Like where was she when I, ne- you know, why didn't, why didn't we have this discussion um, I was also trying to keep it, you know, a secret. Yeah. She carries a roll of toilet paper in her purse. Yeah. So if she gets one square, no problem. She's got the rest of the roll in her bag. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a, that's a pearl of that. wisdom. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Just put that toilet paper in your bag. Take a big granny bag and go for it. Yeah. Have that never with have you to at all worry. times. Yes. Never have to worry about the toilet paper mm-hmm. squares again. Yeah. I mean, you can still pay for them, of course, but um, I thought that was that's brilliant. That's a good one. I mean, that helped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you have any cringe that you need to get off your chest, Jamie? No, you know what? All of that, that whole story is just reminding me of traveling with children that that have had experiences where it's coming out like both ends and you're, you know, you're on buses, you're on planes, you're on, oh, it's awful, awful. awful. Um, so I'm just currently processing the trauma that that has triggered. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to pass it okay. to you. <laughs> I, I don't have anything quite that epic right now. I have a lot of cringe stories that plague me. That's so this, this so if anybody didn't know, our cringe purge came about is because I've always been plagued by cringe stories in the middle of the night. Just as I'm like drifting off to bed, it's like, hey Beth, remember that thing that was awkward that you did in ninth grade? Let's think about it for 15 minutes and just sit in the feels. And this has been definitely a way to like work through a lot of that. So it's not quite so traumatic. And I'm so glad that you are carrying the torch forward with us. um, Absolutely. Of cringe. Um, Wow. I'm watching Beth scroll through her list of cringe and it is lengthy. Good for you. It is a lot. And there are varying degrees. Like some cringe is so humiliating. It's like, it's like core, core memory cringe. Like, Oh, this changed me as a person and others just stupid. Like I have a stupid one. That's just like, um, Mm, I'm not sharing that one yet because that one's too much. Okay, I have a stu- <laughs> like I have a stupid one. So I went to film school and like um, we shot on actual film. This intro to film class, and so 
I lived close to school. So like my friends said, Hey, can we shoot at your house? I'm like, yeah, no problem. And so my, one of my, my, not my colleagues, one of my classmates, she had this story about this guy that was coming out of addiction. And so her whole, whole plot was like withdrawal and whatnot. And we're shooting on like these old Bolex cameras with fi- actual film, no sound. We're in my house. I'm trying to be a good host, but it's like, we're there for work. So it was super awkward and whatever. Anyway, she's like, she's like filming him on my couch, like just like going everywhere and having like the itchies that you get when you're withdrawing and the the shivers and all that. And then there's this bathroom scene where he's in the bathroom and he's like, you know, vom pretending to vomit and be sick and stuff. Anyway, we we wrap whatever, we edit our stuff and it's like the day that we're showing our 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 films and like mine is horrible. Like I was always the worst in class cuz I was like, I'm going to be a casting director. And so they just gave me a pass at not being that artistic. And so then here comes her and it's in my apartment and it looks great and like like um you know she ended up actually winning an like award for it. It was really good. I mean, it was with the school. It's not like an Oscar or anything, but whatever. And we're going through critiques, and all of a sudden, they're like, "You know what I really liked? It's like in the bathroom scene. This it felt so real because like there was there was the toilet was dirty." <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> and then she's like, "Oh, that was already there." And then I was like, "That guy had his face." Buy some like poo droplet or something. <laughs> I'm dying, dead and gone. And I just, I just like tried to make it up like, oh, intentional. Yeah. I yeah. had the foresight to know yeah. that that would be, but I was dying. And I, I think it was that in that moment, I realized, even though I had been out on my own for a little bit in college and in my own apartment, I'm like, I don't know if I ever cleaned a toilet in the correct way <laughs> because I didn't have, I wasn't living with a guy or anything. The toilet seat was always down. I don't even know if I was lifting it up to like scrub or if I was just sticking the brush through the seat anyway. Yeah. It was just like a really good life lesson. And I've never not lifted the seat now to make sure everything was perfect, clean, Mm -hmm. sanitized because the humiliation of feeling like, oh, that's the girl with the disgusting toilet that I put my face by. Yeah. Well, and so was it more cringy because of that person like being having their face in there or the fact that it was like, it was more, also a part of the care film that people face. noticed. It was about the, the it, it was, was noticed so noticeable in the film. Okay. Yeah. And okay. people mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah. That it added to the authenticity. I mean, they had well, a it point. Was it, was it was authentic. But I just felt like such a dirty, dirty, gross girl. Yeah. And I, I was see. like, oh, yeah. Nobody cares though. But no. I did. I felt very bad. You know what? That reminds me of it's not a cringe story. Well, it kind of is. It's just like an ongoing cringe. So our main bathroom in our house doesn't have enough water in the toilet. Like oh, on a regular basis. It's just like really low. Yeah. And so any Splatters. all the time. And it's just, I don't know how to fix it, but I've never really tried to learn how to fix it. Because you need that water level to like catch things, things. Mm-hmm. and then flush. But if if it's just like porcelain i mean yeah it's just it's there it's and then it stays there yeah. it adheres mm-hmm. it stays it's an it's an ongoing cringe Battle. in my mm. life in my house Awful. i need i need that water level to rise to rise so yeah i need uh, to look into how to make that happen uh, okay do you have a, a final clean cringe story for us what does that so, mean what does clean mean i do have a clean C- clean as in like not not poop, not poop related? related okay okay yeah yes <laughs> are you sure you know, this is so funny because here we are i mean the listeners are gonna think 
man, this woman has bodily fluid <laughs> issues. Like, man, she has some 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 she, problems she might here. Need to see a doctor. Yes. Yeah, maybe. But I do have another cringe story. Okay. Now, this one, I'm going to take you on a trip with me, on a business trip. New job. I'm traveling. It's the first time I'm meeting people. I don't know the people. All I know is they're important. And I'm feeling very much like I need to step into this role and I need to meet and make these connections. And I get invited to dinner. Mm. And I thought, yes, I can connect with people. Like I'm I'm really excited to to start having relationships with people that I don't know and learn new things. And I'm just so eager to to continue on this this path and this journey. And, you know, for a moment I thought, I wonder where we're going to dinner. Um, because if you remember I mentioned something about growing up on meat, potatoes, butter bread, and milk. Yes. Mm-hmm. That well, and a side of corn. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some broccoli or peas in there, but you know, not a lot. Yeah. Not um, a lot pretty, of variety. Pretty it does sound like a lot of seasoning. No, mm-hmm. no, never seasoning, mm-hmm. which, um, uh, which is really important for you guys to know that when I met my husband, this is a little tri- like side note. When we were dating, he said, do you like Mexican food? And I said, I love Mexican food. And he was like, oh, what's your favorite place to go? And I said, Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> and the look on his face Horror. was... <laughs> pure horror and he said that's not mexican food and i was like it's not yeah so i mean that's where we're coming from Mm -hmm. like i feel like that's important for you to understand where i'm coming from yes so i'm told we're gonna go to a sushi restaurant mind you i've never had sushi ever other than vegetarian sushi at the local sushi place here in town Mm -hmm. um and when I say vegetarian, I mean there is not a fish in sight and there's some cream cheese and some nice stuff going on there and it's warm <laughs> and it tastes good and I like that. Mm-hmm. So I kind of call my sister in a panic and I'm like, they're going to a sushi restaurant and I can't see the menu online. Like, what am I going to eat? So she's back in um, the Midwest and she said, oh, no worries. You can either order what you always order, which is vegetarian options. Mm-hmm. Or she's like, just get a roll. They're slathered in sauce and tons of cream cheese and all this yumminess that you don't even know there's fish. You're fine. Just swallow it. I mean, she literally was like, you can do anything. Put your game face on. Get in there and eat those rolls. Get the ones with the most cream cheese and the most sauce. That's where we left it. So in my mind, I'm thinking, I can do this. I can do this. I mean, really, Mm -hmm. I can do this. So off we go and we get to this restaurant and I quickly realize there is no menu. It's not that kind of sushi restaurant. There's a chef, a sushi chef, you know, behind this like table and he is going to take care of our table Mm -hmm. and things are just going to start happening. Food is just going to start coming towards you. It's real fancy. going to come. Yeah. There isn't a menu. There is no vegetarian option. And I very quickly realize there's no cream cheese. <laughs> there's no sauce. But there is this really nice dish that has this stuff in it that I found out later was ginger. Mm-hmm. Man, do I like that. Let me <laughs> yeah. tell you. And, you know, it started off kind of on a rough spot because someone said something like, do you want still or sparkling? Or no, it was like still or I can't even remember the word. 
but they were referring to water. Mm-hmm. And no one had ever asked me that before. And I said, normal, like tap or, you know, just however it comes out. And they're like, oh, still? Yes. <laughs> um, just from the, and, I, and then I think I maybe was so nervous. I said, from the faucet? <laughs> like, so, I mean, I was really, I was, you know, feeling so many things, but I thought I can't make a fool of myself. I don't want people to think that I can't handle this. And so I put my game face on and I consumed 26, hear me clear, 26 different like experiences of food. So like the first plate that comes out, there are squid with their tentacles Mm -hmm. and intact pieces. They're whole. Yeah. Yeah. There's two of those. This is out of your comfort zone. I mean, really. Um, there's these, there's two, and then there's all these pieces of something. Mm-hmm. And so I had to tell myself, like, okay, those squid things, they're going in first. Mm-hmm. And I swallowed it, tentacles mm-hmm. and all. I accidentally kind of chewed, you know, I bit down and then there was some releasing, you know, releasing of juices yeah. that was not exactly um pleasant, desired. Pleasant yeah. to desire. Okay, desired. But I swallowed mm-hmm. and I gingered mm-hmm. and I kept going. Mm-hmm. And as we go on in the night, it's like more and more. And then we get six. And then we get to some really strange stuff. Um like the inside of these sea urchins. Mm. That was tough, guys. That was the one where I was yeah, like, I can't do that. Oh, yeah. that texture. Mm-hmm. And that was the only one where I really thought like double swallow, double swallow, like, like just you've got this. But what I realized is the entire time I was in this restaurant, I had my game face on, meaning I didn't say a single <laughs> word to anyone. I made zero connections other than drank about seven cups of water Lots of ginger. And then at the end, I shared, which was kind of the funny part. Like at the end, I shared, I've never had sushi before. And everybody like turned and was like, wait, what? (laughs) And this was your first experience. Like this is how you're starting. Wow. And so then I did get You impressed them. I did have some connections of people saying like, Ooh, they respected that. you, You swallowed every single piece here. You ate everything. I mean, I had Finding Nemo's babies. Mm-hmm. I swallowed those and imagined that they were boba. Mm-hmm. I was just like, well, I mean, mm-hmm. felt really bad. They looked like Finding Nemo's babies. Like I imagined them in the movie and I thought, oh, okay, they're on a spoon. Is this popping boba? Like it's popping mm-hmm. boba. It's popping boba. But I didn't really want them to pop because yeah. they didn't taste like those popping bobas taste. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was not exactly. Yeah. And and I did feel some anger at my sister. Like mm-hmm. she led me down a path. <laughs> And she set me on this path of no return. I mean, yeah. once you've committed, I mean, you're there. Yeah. Yeah. What am I going to do? Say, oh, no. And I will admit, guys, I didn't hate everything. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. good. Not that I'm going back, mm-hmm. but I did not hate everything. Oh 26 is a lot. That's a lot. It I am, was a lot. And I'm at impressed. one point, I was like, can I just start taking pictures? I need fo- photo documentation that mm-hmm. I did this because zero people in my actual personal circle will believe me mm-hmm. that, you that I did this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I did leave and I went back. They um got dropped off, got into the car with my husband, um, and said, Can we go to Taco Bell? Because again, <laughs> you know, I understand it's not Mexican, but I really like Taco Bell. And I was like, I need some T Bell. Yeah. I mean, we gotta we gotta fix this situation because <laughs> although there were 26 You needed some like, comfort food. Courses. 
they're like bites. They're it not. It was like, it's yeah. a taste. Like yeah. where's, I mean, I'm still hungry. Yeah. And the dessert that I thought was custard was not custard. Mm. That was somebody's babies or something. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what it was. There was like creaminess there, but it was some fish related item. I still don't know. I'm really not sure of all the things that I ate. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's probably a good thing. Yeah. 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 But it was really cringy for me. And I really felt embarrassed that one, I had never eaten any of these things. Mm-hmm. And two, that I didn't actually connect with anyone because <laughs> all I could concentrate was on like bite, swallow, bite, swallow. Don't yeah. make, don't make a mistake. Don't let anyone see. <laughs> yeah. Like don't let them know. <laughs> yeah. That this, that you're a newbie oh here. That this like, is so far out of your comfort zone. And don't let any, I mean, you don't want to like offend anyone. Mm-hmm. I would never want to offend anyone. I've just never been exposed. Like I am a food, I mean, is a food virgin a thing? Like mm-hmm. I am a food yes. newbie in every other area of food other than fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got that down, but like <laughs> beyond fast food, it starts to get really, you know, really quickly into areas that I've never gone. Yeah. And I mean, I didn't hate it. So well, I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you did that. I did mm-hmm. do that. I'm impressed. But I still cringe a little bit about it. I believe I just it. Think like, I believe it. Oh my word, how did that happen? And my stomach wasn't totally sure Mm-hmm. I had never had, I even in the moment was thinking, what if I'm allergic to shellfish and oh I don't gosh. know it? Because I've never even had shellfish because I've literally been that sheltered. My life has been that sheltered. Wow. Corn, got it. Yeah. Anything in the beige range, <laughs> yeah. I got you covered. Oh my goodness. But we went way far. Mm-hmm. We, we went deep into the sea. Deep yeah. in the sea. Wow. And you pushed through the cringe. So yep. good on you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> If you're enjoying the podcast and would like to support the show, you can share episodes with your friends and family, follow us on Instagram at the Geriatric Millennials, or leave us a positive review and rating, all which help us to grow. Our theme music was created by the Finley Ghost. Check out their latest album now. Thank you so much.